0: Hello and welcome to the first tripe supper of the summer, the first of many we hope.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Phil Tallentires to my left, uh, Chris Garberts here and Anthony Vickers, I'm Dom Shaw. Um, we're we're going to do a, an end of season awards with a bit of a difference and seeing as I'm hosting that probably means I'm the flaming James Corden because he seems <laughs> to do absolutely everything <laughs> uh, uh, I'd seen he was at the Royal Wedding at the weekend which I wasn't yeah. one bit surprised about. Did yes, you, didn't you James get invited? Yeah. No, I, I was down in London as yeah. well. Harry, well, yeah, it was the
1: third biggest event of the weekend, wasn't it? After Stockton Town and the FA Cup final. Yes, you yeah. know, the no, no, fourth
0: after Stockton Town and the FA Trophy. <laughs> <laughs> <the laughs> yes, yeah, sorry, World. yeah. yeah. Um. Now I was down in London for the weekend, and Vic, I know you're not a big fan of the Royal, of the, of the, or weren't a big fan of the Royal Wedding, but I was, I was in my hotel room on Saturday lunchtime and I looked outside and I honestly couldn't believe... It was at a standstill. The roads were completely dead. Absolutely nothing on the roads. I
2: presume that's because of the Stockton Town match. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, so, yeah, end of season awards. Um, I know we probably kind of maybe want to move on a little bit from this season and look forward, but it is only a week since the season ended, and we've got a full summer of talking about which attacking midfielders Tony Pulis is going to target. God, it's only a week. <laughs> a week and um, two days. Yeah, no. Gabo, you're quite a needy borough fan. <laughs> <laughs> when, <laughs> there's been a few away games where Garbs has come with us and on the way home um he, he spent the entire journey asking how good the Borough fans looked in the away end and what song sounded most. Um
1: not to do with the drink you take only <laughs> like
0: yeah, right? So so we'll start with the fans. What what was the best away day of, of the year do you think? We'll start with yourself, Chris obviously you were there in the away end. Yeah. Um Best away
3: day is she Away, away days is can be can be looked at from from two sort of different pers- like perspe- perspectives really. I think Borough's best perfor- away performance of the season was Derby County
1: all I'll say is we've got 20 sectors here today. <laughs> we don't. we, we don't you match by match analysis and then you're going to break it down to the winner no, week
3: one and, the then week, we, yeah.
0: and then we got yeah. to September
3: yeah. <laughs> it was 10 o'clock it was Wolves away sure. <laughs> was, uh, go we've, got, we've got to fill out summer, haven't we? <laughs> and,
0: and that's when I moved from the Carlet to the <laughs> Yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, best away performance derby I think best away um, away day for everything else you know the crack with the lads and all that uh, Ipswich was a good weekend. Uh, Sheffield Wednesday as well was it was it was a good away day just before Christmas. Wasn't um, was for Gary Mung. Not for Gary Mung obviously. <laughs> and then um, then you know the traditional boys' day out with Barnsley's always a always a scream that always draws. Draws every Tom De up to
0: you, him. you mentioned Derby there uh, from the press box. The, the awareness look, class at Derby. As, uh, t- as we told Garfunkel, time. <laughs> yes, Garf. Yeah. <laughs> you did look mint. <laughs> uh, did yeah. you get any videos? Re- did you get any videos?
1: We reassured <laughs> re- she- <we> re- <laughs> re- him time and time again that honestly, you were as good as you sounded. Yeah. No, it was. Uh, I mean, it, I was. Uh, for us, it's about the, the we're not in with the fans, are we? So for me, it's about the Except atmosphere. For home <laughs> <laughs> it's a good job the questions about away games. <laughs> um, for me, the atmosphere around the derby game, the, the ten minutes before the game started, and then the actual match itself was was, was was fantastic. And I thought the Borough fans yeah. played a huge part yeah. in Borough getting that result that day. So for me, it's a, it's, it's a it's a no-brainer. It was uh, the best atmosphere probably the season. I'd say it was, it was Villa Park for, the, for that mm. playoff second leg. Like, that felt like a massive match. It mm. felt like a Premier League fixture. It should be a Premier League fixture: Borough for versus Villa all day long. I thought that was terrific as well.
2: Yeah, I really enjoyed Fulham. It was early in the season. It was nice and sunny. Everyone was optimistic. Uh, it's a, a lovely ground to visit, as we know, everyone's dead friendly, there's, there's no edge there. Uh, I I went to the match on the boat with the Middlesbrough supporters south, which was a bit weird. Uh, and it, it's, it's always a really nice place to go. It, it doesn't feel like an, an edgy match, mm. but it, it feels almost like a treat when you're walking up mm. to the... The ground so through that lovely park. Like
0: friendly, it's quite leafy, leafy. But
2: the game yeah. itself was quite good. I mean, Borough got the goal at the end. There was massive celebration, so the, the fans obviously enjoyed that one as well. Did we look good? You look. <laughs> good. <laughs> uh, you know, you, you get a lot of fans at Fulham, and it's the big day out for Middlesbrough supporters. Yeah, south, yeah, it's, yeah, and yeah. there's the so-called neutral end. So there's always a lot of fans yeah. there, despite. The, the lack of edge almost between yeah. the clubs or whatever. So for me, that was a, that was a really good day out as that, well. They leads us so...
0: seamlessly into, into the limbs of
2: what. Well, yeah. Sorry, Phil, well, I'm just going to say,
1: this, is, this, could be a, this could be a real financial win for somebody. They, it should be like when you go on one of those rides at Disneyland and you can buy the picture afterwards you be like that when you go to away game. You'll, You'll go outside and buy the picture, 32
0: <laughs> minutes in when has scored. Here's me celebrating. Gabo would have a, a wall of away days. <laughs> They're all <laughs> pinned up on With a programme in the team t- yeah, <laughs> next yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah. That look a surprise with the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Mid celebration. Do you know, what, like just tell, just, his, tell his grandchildren, 50 years down. Do. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Like I mean, away days, you know, the Barnsley I mentioned and, and, and Derby, where you know, the, the away were are packed out. But I do also like the the sort of like, seven hour journeys, not that many of us there, like Cardiffs away 'cause because mm. I think the, the camaraderie between Borough fans then is, mm. is, is really strong. is um, that
0: respect isn't it yeah, if you go in course, yeah. on a Tuesday Cardiff
3: on a Tuesday night
1: being
0: yeah. a classic exactly. example.
3: Yeah and, and generally the they, they, they tend to be um there tend to be weekends for a lot of a lot of Borough fans. You know, you t- Ipswich away was one for us, um Cardiff the same so you know you maybe go down the night before and you know the cracks going in the
0: bar and the, the night before and Br- so, Bristol was good
2: apart from the game. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, weekend. I bumped into you at Ipswich on the Saturday night which I hate to remind you of the Monday night <laughs> you did that was when yeah. I, I, more importantly for me that was when I bumped into Kevin the artist painter I was sat with Maddell <laughs> outside Kevin the artist painter, a darts player yeah. for those of you who aren't familiar with the PDC circuit walked in and honestly I, I was like a kid at Christmas jump dived on him
1: that's another subsection isn't I, famous, I famous people you've seen at away games <laughs> at, at away games, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But
0: you'd set me off on my uh, uh, Tyrone from Corrie's story when I bumped into Weatherby but I don't want to point although um, I went down, when I went down the lakeside this year I watched Dusser and saw Dennis Wise in a service All in right. the way back. and I think he did in the jungle he did <laughs> in the
2: jungle this year yeah he was yeah. Yeah. it was a back. week
0: after that well,
2: where right. was the match where you were coming out and Justin Hoyt uh, went past me and, uh... Uh, it was just me and you we were in, we're, we're in Waterloo. Waterloo.
0: Waterloo.
2: And my good friend Hoyty uh, Hight walked past. Justin
3: Hight ran past. with this serving <laughs> a race? <And> that's,
2: that's,
3: <laughs> first time Justin, that's the first time Justin Hight <laughs> <Justin laughs> ran past anyone, wasn't yeah. it? <laughs> right,
0: Lynch <laughs> <but, laughs> award. You know, it kind of speaks for itself, doesn't it? Fulham's the one that springs to mind for me, that last minute equaliser seconds after falling behind. Any other kind of moments where, where, <clears> where you know, it, it, it took off in the away end or the home end?
3: Bessich's at Derby, I think, it was. Was pretty pretty powerful celebration. Um, I think having, having going one down at Sheffield Wednesday as well. And again, like you know, the reasons that I'm not, I sort of nominated them to going one down at Sheffield Wednesday and coming back was you know, that's always it. When you when you one down away from home, you know you, you, sco- you score you to, to, to claw it back. That's always A, yeah,
0: a bit of a wild. A the second, half, the
3: second <laughs> half. was extremely you know extremely good, and I think I even said to me after after he got the uh, the nine o'clock bullet. Um, it, it, you see, I, f- I felt, as, I feel as though we're getting there. I feel as though well, we're getting looked, there. He looked well, the happiest. Yeah. he
0: looked the oh. happiest. Seeing him, obviously, we weren't in the home presses but he went press conferences. Yeah, the happiest to see him after that. Yeah, Phil, Phil, you've done a bit. Um, early, you did a bit earlier this week on kind of the, you know, the. the the key moments of the season. Mm. One that springs to mind is Martin Braithwaite's miss Hedrick Wolves. Yeah. Are, are there any goals in there that were hugely important in the in the you know in the whole scheme of things?
1: Uh, I mean, you, you could pick out a couple, couldn't you? But I think, uh, I mean, the one the one that springs to mind is Preston in terms of what that I meant. I mean, I wasn't at Preston that day. I actually, had, uh, looking up to have New Year's Day off for once, and um, I remember seeing the score come through and Borough were two and one down at half time, and you think, yeah. oh got beat by Villa in the previous match on the back of the disappointment of the Monk era you think this surely can't be yet more misery because let's face it 2016 second half of that year wasn't any sort of fun and then all of 2017 seemed to be a bit of a grind And and then suddenly within bang bang two goals going in a relatively short space of time in the second half and you kind of think it, it, and then you read the match reports and you find out that, you know, that the manager made some fundamental changes to the team and you bolt start changes. yeah bold yeah. changes and you kind of think well hopefully that's the kickstart so you know that that particular goal um, <coughs> really jumped out obviously the Braithwaite miss, miss that we mentioned I mean I know you can talk about counterfactuals and what might have been but Wolves weren't that much better than Burr on the day. No, but were they? It was
0: settled by an you know, slip.
1: Yeah. yeah, you know, they ultimately it came down to a, a bit of a nervy first half from Burr, a very poor piece of defending from Danny, a really bad miss from Braithwaite, and then second half it was fifty-fifty who so Burr very in fact, Burrow could have easily got a point at Wolves and, and possibly even won it. Mm. So um you know, those little sort of things don't go for you. They get a win at the start of the season, they're up and running, they've got a new manager and a new team, and the fans are behind them. But I have a bit of a setback. Then they were never convinced against Sheffield United, really, and suddenly you're limping into the season, aren't you? So, um, yeah, it's, uh, I would say something like that. I think also the big significance for me was, and I've said it in here before, Triori not getting banned. When you look at the four games after Triori, um, that, that, that he would have missed. Borough took three wins and a draw out of those four games. and I think he scored at least two goals and yeah. something like four. And seasons. that's when he was red hot as well. Yeah. So, that so you, you take him out of that, and I don't think yeah. Borough make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're the kind of big turning points for me um, that the seasons
2: hang on. Um, Your limbs
0: moment of the year. <laughs> Your limbs moment of the year.
2: Uh, obviously, Fulham. Uh, I, I think the timing as much as anything, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it felt like they it kept the the sort of early optimism going because they were outplayed that day Um, and Fulham were excellent that day Uh, they were given the run around and and to to pull it out of the bag at the last minute was fantastic Mm. Uh, I think uh, the the three all draw at Sunderland was utter chaos for long spells but you know there's nothing better than scoring away at Sunderland (laughs) so you got three for the price of one there on that day so that that was good as well I think that
3: third one as well because because it was like sort of to and fro and like we scored, then they scored. Like the, you know, the, the deflation of going, of them getting this, their second goal equaliser, to them go literally up the other end within a couple of minutes. Seven minutes, and yeah. and Bamford scored again. That was that was a good feeling.
0: What, what what do you have down as your your shock of the season, or of your your surprise of the season? I um, mean, for me, for me, it'd be how the first half of the season turned out. Mm. You know, and the fact that all that kind of optimism was quickly I've never known a manager lose to Borough fans as quickly as Gary Monk did so I think yeah. the whole the way that turned out Steve was <laughs> put, <laughs> did you, you, <laughs> you know what you say
3: I mean I know that he was a lot of people's you know a lot of people sort of had a little bit of optimism when he came in but I don't think it was a shock the way that he lost them because I don't think he ever had them
0: really no but, but the, all the signings and the, the statement of intent yeah. yeah, in the summer I and whatnot, suppose yeah and
3: that. Um, shock of the season I think just just how You know, Borough fans were were so hoping that we were going to smash the league and and, and sort of be in contention. And it was evident very, very early that we were going to be nowhere near that, wasn't it? And I think that, like, sort of was a bit
0: like. I mean, I think, I th- given, given the way it turned out at times, I think one of the shocks of the season was making the playoffs because yeah. it, 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 for, for more for more of the season, it looked that Borough weren't going to yeah. finish in the top six, mm. and it did the work. Mm-hmm.
1: I'd have said uh, one of the biggest shocks of the season was Adamus Trioris form under Puris, A, because yes. I think most people said he wouldn't get near the first team under Tony Puris. He's the least Tony Puris player in terms of reliability. Mm. From what we've seen so far... Um, and also just the fact that he'd been so hit and miss, hadn't he? I mean, yeah. he'd struggled to put two decent games together the entire time he'd been at Borough. So, so I think that's if you'd said if you'd said, you know, I, I can't remember if there might be John over speaking after the Bristol City match and saying, "Well, that's it. Trier will never be near the team ever again. Yeah. That's his last chance gone." And you can't—I don't think anybody would have disagreed with that. I think you know. And so, so, so within, for him to within the space of a month to be the first one of the first names on the team sheet mm-hmm. it's a remarkable turnaround.
3: I think for, for pure moment of like you're joking, like shock was, it's probably for the season's got to be like the nine pm after yeah, yeah. Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. we like, just got
2: home. Yeah, all, we're all just arriving home, and you, you know you open your laptop thinking, I'll, I'll just. Uh, write something up get a start from Christmas, tomorrow yeah. and then suddenly everything yeah. just breaks breaks
3: loose Christmas Eve the next day like yeah. just won away at Sheffield Wednesday it was a pretty convincing second half performance and I was in the boozy I was got back to back to Teesside and I was sat in the, in, in the pub and uh, it's it was nine o'clock. One of that's
2: when he's gone. Yeah.
1: It's not, it's not that he went. It was the timing, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, th- I thought he might go after Millwall because I mean, me and Vic were at Millwall, and it was a shambles, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. And
2: not only was it a shambles, it was it was the, the third away day in a row where they'd lost in almost identical circumstances. Two-one yeah. balls to the far post, poorly defended, uh, caught on the break, and it they just looked like it was the same mistake over and yeah, over well, again. What I
0: think was most damning about Millwall, I wasn't I was at a wedding that day. But when I looked at the score and how it turned out, I wasn't one bit surprised. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like you said, it it had become the narrative of the away games. I
2: mean, I I, I think... The shock of this, not the shock of this, it was a massive dislocation halfway through the season and everything radically changed. It was like everything had been flipped over in terms of the players that had been on the fringes were suddenly key members of the team. You would never have put Rudy Gastet on as uh, as being the the main man in your tactical shape Mm. at the start of the season. Uh, All the money that was spent at the start of the season up front, uh, suddenly come January, You know, uh, 30 million pounds of it wasn't in the team.
1: Well, I think I I totted it up. I think one of the games in January was it might have been. uh, Was it Fulham at home in January? One one of those games, anyway. Borough had over 30 million pounds worth of players on the bench, Mm. and and, and I think that was probably the same as or more than the the cost of the team on the pitch. Well, it it just shows you a a club like Middlesbrough can't afford to have that amount of talent on the bench, and B, just how much that pre-season spending had been. In the wrong areas, clearly for, for, But as, as you the, say, the, Vic, the, it wasn't spent for that the, manager the,
2: the, the marked thing was that the, A lot of the players who'd been the key men yeah. In the first half of the season Like Cyrus Christine, Martin Braithwaite Suddenly just
0: weren't in the picture yeah. or, or weren't even at the club It's, it's as though we planned this because we, we, well, I guess we did briefly beforehand But not that it was going to go in this order The Ryan Shotton Award um, Which basically was for a player like you were talking about there Vic, A player who kind of was, was nowhere really and we did a bit earlier this season on, on, on who's played the most number of mates this year and it is kind of a, it was two seasons within one wasn't it Shotten isn't the only one who was really a, a kind of fringe figure to say the least in the first half of the season and then become a, a key figure in the second half yeah. if you go through you know there's Ayala Patrick Bamford Adama Traore Stuart Downing, Stuart Downing although obviously he developed it quite a key player hadn't he under, under George Friend who'd lost his place to Fabio. Who, who who you know who out of those players springs to mind, the ones who who kind of really grabbed the grabbed the initiative under under and, and nailed down the spot?
3: Um I think it's probably quite got try again, hasn't it? You know, it was out of the team up until Christmas, like you mentioned there, people were were sort of saying that you know he's finished, that's him, he's done. You know, to 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 transform his year the way he did and become Borough's Player of the Season in four months. Um, I mean, I believe he's training with the Spain's first team, na- national team. If he said that, he'd be in, the, he'd be training with the, the Spanish first team. When Christmas.
0: he missed the bus at Barnes When he,
3: exactly, you you would never ever imagine that. So yeah, shout out to Traore for that. I think he's he's done well and, and credit to Pules for that too. Um, but there, there won't have been a player with I think when, when Pugus came in, Traore won't have looked at that appointment and gone well, hey. this, is a bit, this is a bit of me, do you know what well, I mean? We all said that he's, a, yeah,
0: he's a million admitted. miles away from yeah, being a, a exactly. Tony totally Purist player. Yeah. And Bamford, another one, he admitted that, didn't yeah. he? That when yeah. Puris came yeah. in he wasn't exactly rubbing his hands together yeah. and thinking You kinda kind felt
1: he kind of feel Bamford got in by default, didn't he? Really?
0: But he was already in the team.
1: Yeah, he was playing on, yeah. the,
0: on that left side at the time. Yeah, wasn't yeah.
2: It, yeah or he was on the
0: bench. Yeah but, he, yeah, but in terms
3: of being the first choice striker,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. It, it was
3: behind your he step put, But he took it,
0: his chance. Yeah, he, exactly, he, he, exactly. You know, for
3: a fact, though, don't you that as soon as that appointment was made, Shotland Shotland would have had a napkin round his neck, licking his lips, wouldn't he? Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he he was yeah. like,
1: "This yeah. is my chance." Put, he, putting I mean,
0: his towel it's, in the washing machine, and making sure it was ready. To <laughs> be yeah, I mean,
1: the two, the two for me, one the one who gets the award for the I kind of the wrong reasons is Cyrus Christie because it's now become the narrative. Well, he wasn't very good. But no one was saying he was a bad signing in December. Mm. Most people I said don't think anyone would say no. no? It was I just most, an agreement that yeah. wasn't
0: a purest player.
1: Um, most people would say he was one of the few positives to come out the first half of the season. Mm. So I think he gets the award in terms of going from hero to zero through no fault of his own. And I still go back to Stewie for the other one. Because for, of all the people who had the furthest to go, I think he probably did. Because he was pr- training with the kids mm. at the start of the season. Within a few weeks, pure, um, Monk sorry had, had realised the error of his ways. Uh, I, I, we assume anyway, and had him in the team. And for the first half of the season, he was probably the best player. I
3: think that's all credit to Stewie for, for showing that determination. You know, uh, the twilight years of his career. I as, as he he Didn't want long, to leave. Did he? Didn't want to leave. Could have easily just gone to Birmingham, couldn't he? That you know that, that deal could have been pushed over the line and could have just jacked it in. But you know, credit to him, he's gone. Like you he said, he's gone from training with the kids to been Boro's best performer until probably January, February.
0: Two players who've uh, it's worked the opposite way for Marvin Johnson and Lewis Baker. Um, There was a stage early in the season when Johnson played four games out of five, obviously included that blistering performance against QPR when he did look like a world beater. Uh, Lewis Baker, several Championship clubs wanted him this season. You know when you talk to reports of various <coughs> clubs before games and just off the top of my head, the guy from Reading and Sheffield Wednesday as well, both said oh you know, we we fancied him in this sort. But a beat off interest from a fair few and when he came in it felt as though Monk was desperately awaiting his opportunity to get him in the team and when he got in you thought he was going to stay there. I mean Baker has been a, a fringe figure who we've seen on the bench every yeah. now and again. Marvin Johnson has played eight minutes in the Puglies. Surely neither of them will be, especially not Baker. Yeah. Johnson won't be here next season either.
2: Well, it, it looked like he was going on deadline day and for whatever reason it didn't, didn't quite work out but it looked like he was going back to Oxford. Uh, he hasn't figured. Um, when, he, when he arrived... Uh, yeah a couple of good early cameos but I wouldn't have thought he was a game changer he was he was very much uh, one for the future I think it was just a question of potential and whether he could could be uh, bedded in at some point uh, baker i feel sorry for him. it's a it's a wasted year of his career yeah. mm-hmm. uh, you know he was doing all right in holland uh, obviously he wants to step up and test himself in england and it looked like a good fit uh, unfortunately for him he arrived at a time when the you know the, the the team was going through a massive formation flux From one week to the next You didn't know how many people were in, mid, in midfield Was it, was it a, yeah. a deep sitting man mm. with, with two central uh, anchor men was it, was it three flowing attackers Was it two mm. uh, He played wide uh, on one occasion And looked completely Fully, uh, he, looked he, he, was, mm. he was a fish out of water That it was wasn't a game his position. A man, wasn't he? So he, he never got the chance To have more than two games in a row In, a, mm. in the same position or in the same formation. So I feel sorry for him because we haven't seen him. He hasn't had a chance to show what he can do. Uh, he's wasted another year. Uh, he's got two two managers. He, he hasn't been able to impress. Mm. So that places a big question mark over him. Do, you, do
0: it? you think Baker could have played... <clears throat> Um, I know we've talked about this before on, on the trade, but I remember looking back at a piece we did with a guy who covers Chelsea for football London, um, and, and he was talking about him in the summer as being a central midfielder, not a number 10, but playing in mm. central midfield. Did you see anything to suggest that he could have played in well, one of those roles I,
3: I think it's hard for us to judge that because we didn't see enough of him. I mean, this, you know, the, the sample of football that he actually had was so sort of sporadic and far and few between that it was hard to really build a judgement on him. The only thing that I think with, with Baker and, and you know he's been here for the full season and obviously Harrison to, to a certain degree as well is we only see them and we only see all footballers for ninety minutes on a Saturday where you know managers coaches Sieber. analysts so on and so forth they, they see these guys for x amount of hours every single day every single day through the week, so it just makes me think like you know what what are these guys not doing on a day to day basis that's, that's not getting them a a chance yeah. on a Saturday I mean Harrison for instance there he's coming he's been on the bench pretty much every single week Borough Aston Villa away you know absolutely crying out for some creativity screaming for somebody that can get the, you know get at get, get Aston Villa and get in behind them and put dangerous balls and, in do the something box and have a shot and do something different to what, yeah. what Aston Villa were, were expecting why didn't he get on you know what, what, is, he, what is he not showing Tony Pulis, and what was he not showing you know, the previous managers in, in Baker's case that's, that's making them look to the bench and go you know, you're my man to go and do that
0: It, it seems a bit of a daft question this, given the fact that we haven't seen him and we can't judge him as a player but would, would you like Harrison to be around next year?
2: Well if the manager hasn't been tempted in six months then you've got to say no, you want someone that the manager is going to you trust, trust yeah, yeah. and is going to turn to at various points yeah. uh, uh, for long spells, it was almost as if they were wasting spots on the bench. Mm. If you're not going to play, you're not part of the setup. It, yeah. it must be very disheartening for the individual. And then you come on and you mm-hmm. ring Rusty. Uh, so, Do you know what for, for, the, for his own sake, he needs to be playing football. <coughs> the, the, he's probably better off going to another club where he's actually going to get to play In
3: football. the
0: Championship,
2: is that... I don't know what his level is.
3: You, the two things that, that, that flashed to my mind with Harrison when I've seen him was... Um, Ipswich and Reading I mean he sort of had two little cameos and um, and and obviously he came on uh, against Burton as well when he came on against Burton I thought he looked lively he hit the bar it was his shot that hit the bar that created Sombolong's goal Um, and then the cross at Ipswich with the corner which was an absolute peach straight on the Bamford head so I mean generally all-round play we haven't seen much of him but it's a little. You know, he can't be too disheartened with the contributions that he has actually made it's just so, so brief Must have it's been a better option enough. at uh,
1: Villa than instead and well, chewing. that's exactly what that's I just exactly said that
3: yeah. saying, yeah. I said that while you were going to get the uh, pizza and coffee Unfortunately you've come back empty-handed Transformation Again. of the season <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Transformation of the season I'll, I'll throw one in there um, the transformation into Adama Traore of being Borough's corner taker because at the start of the season he was seen as the man who, who couldn't cross the ball. At the end of the season he wasn't just taking corners, but he was taking good corners. Mm-hmm. And and not only because of Adama's corners, but because of the fact that you had Daniel Ayala in there and that was another transformation, I mean, him into a centre forward. But it looked like scoring when mm-hmm. they got when they when they had corners and it, it hasn't been like that for years. It's felt like years since you've got was a corner. Was
3: Did there a period of, of I think when you collected Borough's last ten goals, seven of them seven. were from set yeah,
0: pieces. Yeah. 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 Any other any other transformations that spring to mind?
1: Danny, I don't know if you mentioned him while yeah. I was mm. in the pizza shop, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's 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 not mentioned now but you had a dreadful first half of the season. You think the mistake against uh, Wolves but also the um, the Fulham match where literally everything he did, you know, Went, went wrong, didn't it? He? he got sent off. Oh, derby, sorry, Sorry, derby, derby, derby sorry, not yeah, sorry, not Fulham. Derby at home. Mm-hmm. Um, when he had a real nightmare of a game. He didn't look comfortable in that setup. He wasn't playing his best. He had a previous. He had struggles the previous season, hadn't he? Um, mm. and then, oh, and yet yeah, in the second half of the season, we wanted to stand out. Yeah,
2: plays. and also on on the issue of Danny. I mean, there was a couple of times where he looked like he'd been badly injured, and we think, oh, he's going to be out for weeks because it was nearly February, uh, and yet mysteriously he returned like mm-hmm. three days later looking as strong as ever and what was the nickname they had for him at Brentford
3: Um I don't know it, that, was that yeah, when his, his it, missus put the video of him like literally he could barely walk he to walk, up walk the
0: Garden the Tuesday or Wednesday, yeah. Yeah. It? Remember and yet
2: at the weekend he was one of the Borough's strongest players yeah. again whereas you if you think back to two or three years ago that kind of injury it was like yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, he's yeah, out yeah. for February mm-hmm. yeah. yeah
0: Um Gabs uh, something you suggested beforehand the gaff of the season the mistake of the season the error of the season
3: uh, a couple sprints of spring to mind um, I mean, under the circumstances it was um it was probably you know a, a bad time to make it but obviously that, that second arc was dreadful but I remember Randolph's slice against Derby at home that was pretty yeah. that was a bit of a blooper wasn't it Um Braithwaite's header at Wolves open goal absolute sitter. Um trying to think there's
0: been, there's been a few hasn't there I mean a point in Gary Monk didn't go down yeah yeah. yeah Stevie Gibson gaff of the season Ad- yeah.
2: Adama Triari's subtle challenge at Aston Villa <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: mean, I mean in terms of a gaff I mean missing the bus yeah Adama dar- dar- missing the bus because he, he, he had that performance against Bolton, didn't he where we all thought finally it's clicked He's, he's, he's added end product to his undoubted creative ability, yeah. and and then he, he went and got himself sent off probably through over enthusiasm in the next match against Villain. When he came back from his ban, I think was it was it. The, I don't know if it was the next match when he was available, but Barnsley, of course, he failed to make the boss, and so you think, well, you just keep shooting yourself in the foot. Yeah,
2: um,
1: and so so this, he, he was at fault for a couple of his own gaffes, really. I, I
2: think if we rewind to the sun-kissed August optimism. Uh, Britta Sambelonga going back to, to Forest, you know he put together a whole string of gaffes there. and missed a hat trick mm. of sitters, and he was just trying so hard that mm. day. Yeah, and you, you felt for him because nothing went right. Yeah, he could have scored five or six. Easy, goals. yeah, easy. He got into positions, and he just he was trying too hard. You know, to, to use the, yeah. the cliche, but could
1: have done win, done, done a win at that stage of the season as well, couldn't it?
2: Yeah, t- Gested at Norwich was a
3: what you do in moment, wasn't it?
1: Just,
0: just within
3: so you know it was got booked and then just blatantly five six minutes later to go and to go and do that that was a little bit of a uh...
0: that was another one of those days where you know Borough looked a million miles away. if Someone just oh. said to you at that point that they're going to end up finishing fifth and, and, and go into the playoffs with a fair bit yeah. of momentum. Mm-hmm.
1: Six point five million Ashley Fletcher that seems a bit of a gaff.
0: Uh, the 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 dugout drama mm-hmm. of the season the standout bit of. Uh, of, of technical air I and the one that springs to mind for me is, is Nuno Spirito Santo going wild and Tony Pulish resisting the urge to do what Neil Warnock did the that was
3: dynamite <laughs> we, can't, we can't really go into uh, in the expletives of what not Warnock said can't that, that I think
0: funny. that was championship clip of the scene. Yeah. seeing Nuno chase Warnock around <laughs> As he flips him away with his back hand that might be a tasty one when they play again early next season Yeah. Man. Any others? Gabs, you mentioned Leo, Leo's return. The Leo th- yeah, I mean you know any anything that you see on the pitch other
3: than the football that stands out this season it is, it is it's gotta be gotta be Le- you know Le- Leo's introduction to the crowd and his, his sort of rip roaring raucous rendition of T T T
2: that was uh, And then piling in with the crowd. Yeah and, and then get, uh, getting on the
3: megaphone in the south stand, yeah. Um do you know what? I I, I always with when you see, when you think, you know, match day experience is obviously more than just the football. And you look about. I always remember when Borussia Puli's. Yeah,
0: I know. I was going to point this and, point this and out like. It. And I was
3: thinking, like, what's what's he going, what, like, what's going to wear, what's he going to have on when? I think know, it's a no-brainer. When he comes wear, out, it? I remember like the first game at the Riverside it was Villa, wasn't it? Mm and he just strut, strutted out cap, glasses full Borough trackie and then like his white trainers just looked like 15 like times too big don't they?
0: that was beauty I, seen mean, I enjoyed like in terms of technical area uh, action I, I enjoyed and I still do now watching Pulis. Yeah, I thought Burton was brilliant yeah, when we were the right press box was behind. so close behind him yeah. and I remember um, uh, there was a few Borough fans and Burton fans near because the, 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 the split isn't, uh, isn't too far away there and I was looking, and, and so many of the fans were just watching. Yeah. Yeah. And he was brilliant. You know, the, the, the chew was flying, he must have screamed, give it to Adama about 300 times, yeah. the bottles of water are being kicked. Yeah.
2: It was interesting to see how many of the players actually responded to him, and how many just ignored him yeah. and got on with what they were it's doing. Yeah. In some and, nothing
1: worse than being shouted at
2: for 90 minutes. Well, you not only that, he, he wasn't shouting instructions, it was, Patrick, 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 Gibbo, Gibbo! <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> he kicks an edge
1: every ball. I mean, I'll be honest, I'm not normally a fan of managers who just shout and gesticulate for 90 minutes because I don't think it necessarily sends the right signals. But when you compare the way Pulis prowls the technical area with pure confidence and self belief to the way that, for example, Gary Monk cut a little bit of a an uncertain figure, let's say, I'm it's fine, night and is day, it? isn't it? And you've got yeah. like, one manager who knows exactly what he's about, who knows his game, who's so experienced you know, he knows football inside out he's he's not going to be second guessed by anybody I thought that did show an inexperienced manager who made a lot of inexperienced decisions compared to a man who might get things wrong but it's not because he doesn't believe in his decision
2: Mm. In terms of decisions one of of the the things that struck me was uh, that that Preston away was one of the bravest half time substitutions I've ever seen but it was also really well engineered because he didn't make the change at the break he came out and gave it three minutes to yeah. see if Preston had made a change, yeah. then, after like three or four minutes, he made a double change, completely changed the mm. shape of the team, changed the dynamics, changed the the, the, the tempo, mm. and got something out of a game that looked like it was well gone and yeah. at that point, you think, well you, you can 't remember the last time a manager yeah. had had such a radical impact I on the really game I, I think
0: one coming into the, in the press conference after that one of the first questions was you, know, you gave him a rocket, you gave him a bollocking at half time then did you Tony and he, he said you know, mm. abs- absolutely nothing of the sort yeah. nothing of the sort whatsoever he, yeah, he, he talked to them and clearly talked through what mm. change he was going to make in two or three minutes time and then he, then he said by the way what's yeah. the
3: Gazette doing in here <laughs> <laughs> he holds Britt off um, after 50 minutes of QPR as well yeah, he did yeah. the same. He, the he, signs were there
0: pretty yeah, early. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Got yeah, yeah. Credit to Brits for for, yeah. yeah. for, for for a game like you're saying yeah. there, what Downing did with, with Monk
3: just, just that's just reminding me, QPR. That was that was a, that was a, a big, win. good commanding performance away from home. I mean, yeah. they were poor that day, but that was, you know, I think that was and one and of George's
2: the, rocket was a hell of that a. Joe,
3: game. obviously goal of the season, easily that. But that was Traore's first goal for Borough wasn't it?
0: Well, I remember there was a, there was a, there was a bit of national press interest there that day, and um, a couple of national reporters had come up and just chatting with them. Uh, at half time and and, and one of them had come up and said what on earth is a story with Adama Traore what has he been doing in the last eighteen months, and what is he doing playing in this division? And I remember the. Did he do it to the children of Morning Glory? <laughs> yeah. the, the, the put, they put the up for press afterwards, and there was such a, a buzz of hubbub around him. Yeah. Um. I remember getting a picture, and and you could only just see Chiori's head poking through the rest. It was yeah. Just a real, and that felt like the day when Chiori's season exactly. truly took off. Yeah. I thought. yeah.
3: Although, like once, once we went two the up, and it was evident that like we were going to win that game comfortably it was about 15-20 minutes to go and like, we, they were shooting towards of our end that second half and like, the, the Borough fans were just willing to, try or to get his goal because yeah, he'd, he'd been playing really well yeah. for a couple of weeks and it was almost as if like, the Borough fans were just trying to like, you know, suck the ball in then every time he got it
0: um, If we were to do a, a championship in a nutshell award um, the thing that springs to mind to me and I'm sure I read this stat is that the only team Wolves didn't beat this season was Sunderland
3: Staggering yeah, that is a mad start, Yeah, which,
0: which just sums up. Did they, get, did they do the, the double of didn't
2: they? Did some
0: of them win well,
2: apples? draw away. Was oh, it? Was it? Oh, oh, it? oh, was it? Was it?
0: And the home game, obviously, Wolves were were well and truly yeah. on the beach. Any anything else kind of spring to mind that you well, just that, think bloody hell, the I championship?
1: Just, I said at the start of the season, I now I think it being a poor championship. I think it was there for the taking. I think, Burrow, I, I think that's why Cardiff finished second because they weren't a particularly great team, but they were a well organised mm. team. I think if we'd sat here a year ago and and said. You know which teams likely to go up out of the chasing pack. No one would have picked Cardiff, not not on what we'd seen the, the previous season. But so I just I just think personally I think it was a missed opportunity. When, when you're being brutally be honest, it was a missed opportunity for a club like Borough to bounce straight back. I think it was a poor division. the Wolves were firing away the best team, weren't they? And then after that, it was the chasing pack, and and it's um, you know whoever misses out this season will be kicking themselves I'm sure mm-hmm. Just the I the think, Wolves,
0: I mean there was that spell sorry Victor but there was that spell there was that 15 minute spell at the Riverside after they scored the first goal where they, they, that was the best spell yeah. I've seen from any team in the, mm-hmm. in the Championship mm-hmm.
2: yeah yeah they were, doing,
3: before, before they were
2: dazed and confused weren't oh. they uh, I think the, the the key thing that stood out this season is that if you can get a team to play to a system that everyone understands then you can punch above your weight yeah. and obviously Cardiff is the, the biggest example of that because be the previous good. season they you know only just avoided relegation uh, didn't make any major changes really and they played as a team they got completely organised and delivered results but you also had Millwall doing that and Bristol City doing that and, and Sheffield United. United doing that mm-hmm. and that blew away the notion that its wage bill is the main determinant mm-hmm. of your position
1: well, there've been a few clubs, yeah. hasn't there? black Blackpool when they came, or Burnley when they first came. Mm. There's been several examples of clubs that had no great squads mm. that the that, that people would envy, who, who, who've, as you say, bit, punched above their weight. And I, it makes you wonder whether the policy that Borough pursued a couple of times now in the Championship, they did it with Strachan when they threw money at the problem. Mm. They, they, they did it to a degree with Karanka and they didn't get up the first time, but they got up the second time. And then they certainly did it with. Last summer with, with Gary Monk where they definitely spent a lot of money. I, I don't money.
2: think there's a hard and fast rule because obviously if you look at the top six, Wolves spent heavily, Borough spent heavily, uh, Villa, spent, Villa heavily. spent heavily the previous season. Yeah. Derby County have spent heavily. So it's not you know, there is an element of you're money. Join but but to go with if you've stuff. got if you've got a, a strategy and a framework that everyone knows, you get more bang for your buck. Yeah. The unpredictability, it's to be
3: logic, hasn't it The unpredictability of it, though. I mean, we, we what we should do next season and what, what we should have done this season. We should the first game of the season. We should all write down the top. Who's going to be the top two? Well, who's who's going to be the, the top three? Match. Who's going to get in the yeah. playoffs right? And put it in a sealed envelope and leave it for a year because I guarantee you know there was a couple of murmurs and, and rumours that Wolves might be fancy, but they weren't like they're going to they're going to be up there this I think year. I, think I certainly put them at the start of the season. I certainly I also I took Reading and you know. Borough.
0: Well, <laughs> I think you find out Tip Cardiff. Did you? Yeah, I didn't want to, I, I, but I also said Wolves will either win the league or go down, because I thought yeah. it yeah. for Reading, you know,
3: for to, for, for Reading to be um, a spot kick away from. Getting promoted to the yeah, Premier League within within eight months to be flirting with relegation in the yeah, last two yeah. or three weeks, and yeah. it's not as if like all their best players were shipped out and they lost the manager who was quite quite fancied, you know. It's well, you,
0: you said it there, so let's do it, and and we'll do it again when, <laughs> when the season starts. Oh, sorry, when when we're knocking on the door of the season. But yeah. this week, I've already seen two former Borough managers, Steve McLaren and I, talk around, basically saying that uh, that they're, they're plotting a, a, a playoff tilt mm-hmm. next year. Um, if you had to pick your your three now. And I, and I realise it's on you know, absolutely nothing because we don't know what squads who's going to be managing or what but if, if, yeah. if going on what you know now who would be your three? Uh,
3: Borough in the league <laughs> <laughs> I'll write this down because yeah. we'll do it <laughs> yeah. no, I mean you know looking at probably whoever loses um, at Wembley on Saturday is going to be fancied aren't they? So Fulham Villa they're going to be up there i be up there. I I'm sure fancy either
1: Fulham, Are you
3: going Borough? So. I think Borough will get automatic my promotion next year Yeah, yeah and it was yeah. your third? Um, West Brom
0: don't you, don't you know someone who's took a ton on Karanga to take Forest up this year
2: um, I think, Yeah that was on social media wasn't it
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Vic I, I think of the teams that come down I think Stoke will be the best equipped yeah. because I think Rower has had three or four years in this division he knows the players he knows the landscape and Stoke will give him a relatively good budget so I think they're the most dangerous of the ones coming down I'd like to think that With a summer to recruit his own people In the right positions I think Borough will be contenders Uh, I think the loser of the playoffs Will probably struggle next year For either financial reasons Or they'll lose a lot of players Mm. Uh, There's always one from the the pack I think Sheffield United Weren't far Mm. short this year getting get Wilder signed up a big thing yeah I think so if they can just <laughs> tweak it a little bit I think they them and Bristol mm. I think aren't far away from being another being in the playoffs
3: is Mogger going to come up and do what Sheffield United done this year mm. and, and compete you know. Bor-
0: Borough Forest and Blackburn all to go <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Phil
1: I think the Tony Pulis Borough team would have a chance if he's allowed to if he's allowed to, to get the players he wants and build the system he wants I do think it's going to be a tough summer for Borough because it's, it's it's the same old problem. It's getting the players out as much as getting them in. You know, you, there's a lot of players there on big salaries uh, who cost a lot of money, and Borough will want the money back. So I think it's, there's there's a potential there for a Tony Pulis Borough team. We saw over the second half of last season that he could put a team out that can that can get results. I think after that, it's going to be such a tough call. I think I agree with Vic about Stoke. I think Rowan's a good operator. I, I mean, they they are saddled with some players who. You just shake your head, don't you, Bar- Barahino and people like that. But but still, the you know that the, one of these teams coming down is going to get it right, you'd think. West Brom maybe have a few more structural problems, um, and then after that, it as I agree again. Somebody out of the pack, and it, there's no reason to suppose that one of the teams, you know, that finished around about. I mean, would Bristol City? I like Lee Johnson. Is that asking a bit much for them to kick on Sheffield United? You talked about so. Picking the third it's, one. Going, it's
0: going to be interesting to see what Crank does. Mogger's Blackburn, do, isn't it? Morgan Blackburn, sentimental vote, sentimental vote. Yeah, that'll what, do us then. I think. What about you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Am i in as well. Um, well I thought I was going to get out with that. Then <laughs> uh, I'll go Borough. You can't pick Liverpool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll go um, one of those special one of those special <laughs> nights in the championship. One of those special nights at Shrewsbury. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll go Borough. Um, I'll go. I think I'll go Stoke as well with Rowett. I um, Can I just, no, can I just I, ask you that,
3: but uh, I, Like Before you do that, I was talking to my dad about this the other day. What is it about Rowett that everybody buzzes about? What has what, what he ever achieved or you done? You can talk about that. while I'll deliberate my third.
1: Well, I, I, his greatest achievement for me is what he did at Birmingham. With no money and a basket No money, money. And uh, that was a remarkable achievement. I think he's done a steady job at Derby. But I wouldn't say he's, I wouldn't say no. but as Vic says he knows the division he's a steady operator he got Derby at the playoffs which was their again probably their bare minimum requirements
3: there does seem to be a, 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 a circle or a group of yeah. managers though that people talk about as, yeah. as though like they're like the, you know, the championship I like the way the he talks championship Jose Mourinho yeah,
1: I like that he's con- he convinces me when he talks there's no, there's no bull with him so, I have no idea. It's a most game, is it? So I like,
0: mean, I, I'm, I feel like inclined to write West Brom down, but I don't for for one minute think West Brom are going to. Um, I think if, the, if the Premier League, it season depends
2: who the, who yeah. they replace Darren Law with in in. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's
3: if the, that's the Premier League around. season was three weeks longer than where it was, he, they would have stayed up.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm going to go with West Brom, but I'm going to put an asterisk next to <laughs> it. I don't think West Brom are going to go. So
3: right
0: not think of anyone else. So we've we'll right. all picked we'll pick Borough then? Yeah, we've all picked yeah. Yeah. So I think that'll all well do it. We're going to spend the next ten minutes telling Garbo sounded brilliant on the track. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <sir. laughs> Cheers. <Was that> <laughs> Cheers, thank you.